Mommy, you are iconic. I'm iconic too. I'm definitely iconic too. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Hey there, your host, Daikia Garns, the she and she's about business, influencer, impactor, and you are listening to the She's About Business show. This is episode 11 of season four of the award-winning She's About Business show, aka the Sab show. (laughs) This season... We are working on living iconically and with purpose. So, of course, as I always do, I want to give all honor to God for all of his amazing blessings and to my Savior, Jesus Christ, just for being who he is in my life, which is my friend, my everything. And of course, thanks to all of you, my fabulous sisters and fabulous fellas, for tuning in and for supporting the show. One of the biggest accomplishments that one can make is learning to be genuine. Even though it's not popular, even though people might not always like you for it, And because, well, most folks don't want you to be genuine, honest, true, and authentic because it makes them feel uncomfortable and less than, especially if they're not able to do it. Now, in this case, when I say the word genuine and genuineness, I'm talking about sincerity, right? Being sincere, not putting on airs, not trying to just fit in with the world, not doing what what everybody else says you should do, but actually seeking, you know, what's right for you, what your purpose is, your beliefs, your values, you know, connecting with your higher power and trying to walk according to what you two come together with, right? And you identify as your purpose, not just following the crowd, being genuine, not trying to take from other people, not trying to be petty and messy and ugh. But when people say they want you to be genuine and they want you to be authentic, What they really mean is that they want you to conform to their ideas and society's ideas of being authentic, which is usually pretending or um, being a part of the agenda or just acting as if you're something that you're not being what you're not when you're not and (laughs) hiding the things that would be unfavorable to others. And why does the world like this? Well, because that's what the world does. And those who conform to the world do it as well. (laughs) So of course they want you to do it too. But 
I want to encourage you to be determined today to find, discover, and be your genuine self, even if you will be persecuted for it, because you will. Listen, have you ever had someone that you've done business with show you that they are not genuine or mature enough to do business with you? And I'm talking about those business relationships where you do business with this person on a regular basis, not like when you just take your car to the shop, you know, one time and you never go back. They can show you too that they're not genuine or mature enough to do business with you. (laughs) But the ones that are the most impactful are the ones where you actually want to support this business. You're doing business with these people on a regular basis and then they do something to show you that they're not genuine or mature enough to do business with you. When a problem arises, when something comes up, they automatically get petty. They automatically go left, right? Maybe, you know, something happened where you didn't necessarily do anything wrong, but maybe their service wasn't up to par or maybe they took something the wrong way, whatever. And they begin to act petty and unprofessional and insecure towards you. And you're like, but wait, I'm the customer. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm the one who lost money. I'm the one that should be upset, but I'm not. Hold on, chill, what's going on here? (laughs) All right, so that's just one example. Then let's see, have you ever had someone in your family dislike you or be annoyed by you just for you being you? And I'm not talking about, you know, you being you if you're being messy and hurtful and trifling and toxic and stealing from the family and talking about everybody and doing things like that within your family. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you don't do those things and you try really hard to be a positive influence on the lives of your family members, right? And they still are annoyed by you. They are frustrated by you. They want you to conform. They want you to think the way that they think. And if you don't, man, she's a trip. He thinks he's better than everybody. That type of thing. Another example. Have you ever had someone get upset with you after they have tried to use you and you won't allow them to, right? You put your foot down, you set boundaries, you do what healthy people do. And before you know it, they're gaslighting you. You're the bad guy. You know, you're too emotional. You're not listening to them. All of those things. Okay. Another example, have you ever been disliked at a place of employment by someone who, who admittedly has a lower moral compass than you? Now, when I say that, what I'm saying is that you've had conversations with this person, you and your coworkers have maybe talked with this person jointly. You've all shared ideas and, you know, talked about things on a regular basis and they always take the low road, right? They always take the, the, (laughs) the easy way. They always do the wrong thing according to what 
you guys may have been talking about in that setting, right? So if there was an option to walk away from a fight, they're going to fight. Or if there was a chance to not pick up the money that you just saw somebody drop, they're going to pick it up and put it in their pocket. And they have all the justification as to why they choose to do things this way, right? Who cares about other people? Who cares? They would do it to me. You know, all of these things. So when I say lower moral compass than you, you know, that those types of things are subjective because they may feel like they are morally in line with the world. So just wanted to clarify that and kind of get you to be able to put it in your own terms or your own experience. And this particular person just seems to hate you <laughs> because you're so positive and because you say, no, I wouldn't do that. I would actually probably give the money back and I wouldn't fight, you know, and I wouldn't do that. Right. They hate you just because of that. They say things like, oh, my God, no one can be that positive. No one can be that good. You know, it's just too much. She's just too motivational. She always got something to say. She just annoys me. <laughs> Those are just some examples. I mean, maybe you've heard it put differently. Maybe you've been talked about differently. Maybe you've been persecuted differently. Put it in your own terms. But in all of those instances, nine times out of 10, you will be labeled in some way as the problem, the problem person, right? If you've ever experienced these, it's probably because you are actually a genuine, sincere person, not out to hurt anybody else, not out to take from anybody else, not out to do evil, but really trying to do good. And you usually don't operate out of ulterior motives. You don't sweat the small stuff. You like to keep things simple. You're loyal. And you love very sincerely, genuinely, and very hard. Now, if you're on the other hand and you hate on or frustrated by <laughs> or annoyed by someone who is genuine and sincere and loving and kind and good and who is really working to be the best version of themselves that they can be, then you are the one who needs to check yourself. Being the truest, best version of ourselves is actually the height of the human experience. That's what made Jesus a savior and not just a prophet. And he was so much more than, you know, what we can even comprehend. But it was because he was able to tap into his true and real purpose. And once he knew it, he didn't let anybody, even all of his haters, change his mind, turn him away. He was focused and determined, even if he had to die for it, which he did. So if you're one of those people out here hating on people who are trying to be who they were called to be and they're trying to live their very best lives and they're trying to heal and get their lives and do good and not just trying to walk around here being like the world says be. Don't hate on these people, especially when you're not willing to do what they're doing because it's not easy. Now is the time for you to change 
And now's the time for you to learn how you can tap into that same power and do it too instead of hating on them. Stop wasting your time hating. And why don't you start taking some time to heal? Now, there is no way you can be iconic without being genuine and sincere. If you do accomplish some really awesome stuff, but you're still all messed up on the inside, awesome, good for you, but it still won't bring you happiness, just worldly accomplishments. And well, we have many examples in our world and in the media of folks who have all of that and they're still miserable. So here are some tips on how you can be genuine, authentic, sincere, and iconically you stepping into your purpose, just not for worldly accomplishments, but for the spiritual gains and the gains to your soul that last forever and ever and ever and ever, forever, ever. <laughs> okay. So number one, genuine folks don't compete with other people. They only compete with themselves. They understand that there's no one like them and that they can't be like anyone else. And they're okay with that. They don't want to be. I remember being in sales meetings and seeing, you know, this family of salespeople. It was the mom, the dad, the sister, the brother. They had cousins, aunts, everybody. It was, it was nepotism at its best. <laughs> Who were not only helping each other achieve sales in the industry that we were working in, but they were also breaking laws and breaking ethical codes to do it. So I'm watching this and everybody else uh, who wasn't a part of the family was angry and they were, you know, I'm going to quit and I'm going to report them and I'm going to do this. And I would just sit back and observe that. And I realized at the age of 25 that if I tried to compete with them, I would never win because how can a genuine person who's actually trying to do the right thing win against a cheater when it comes to numbers? I was winning in a lot of other ways. Their story didn't go so well because of all the things they were doing. But I realized that I couldn't win against them in the numbers. But if I competed with myself and tried to break whatever record I set the week before, then I would always be winning. And I did that and it boosted my confidence and that lesson showed me that in order to have peace, to grow and to always be on a fair playing field, I needed to be my biggest competition because at the end of the day, I'm the only person that I can control. I know that I'm fighting fair with myself and if I continue to set those goals and those standards for myself, then I can always win if I overcome those things. And so it's a great way to boost your confidence. But if you compete with other people, it's a great way to destroy your confidence. Because of this lesson, I can now be in this industry and not care to compete with anyone else or worry about what other people are doing. Now, this brings me to number two, genuine people set their own course 
They work very hard to get aligned with their divine purpose and they don't worry about what other people are doing or saying about what they're doing even, right? They realize that what God has for them is truly and honestly for them. They don't care about keeping up with the Joneses or keeping up with the Kardashians nowadays. <laughs> they know that if they can accomplish their purpose, it will be iconic, period. This also means that genuine people, because of number one and number two, are not jealous. And this is such a beautiful thing. When you are in your zone and you are living your best life, you have no competition. You have no energy left to allot toward being jealous of someone else. Why? It's just ridiculous. <laughs> number three, genuine people are committed to healing themselves and others. Now, honestly, this could have been and maybe should have been number one, but I wanted to kind of ease y'all into this list because <laughs> I know this is kind of heavy, might be too deep for some folks, but people who are genuine and authentic know that they have to heal from their past hurts and brokenness to truly be authentic. If you don't, you're simply a broken, toxic person walking around pretending and walking around talking about, I ain't changing for nobody. <laughs> and guess what? You probably never will. You probably never will change. And you know what? That's okay. You shouldn't be changing for anyone anyway. You should be changing for yourself. But if you have that type of attitude, you probably never will change. You're going to stay stagnant. Now, if you happen to encounter a genuine person while you're in this stagnant state, they will not allow you into their circle once they discover how broken and toxic you are because they have and are doing the work to heal so they know that staying broken is a choice and genuine folk don't hang out with folks who choose to stay broken and toxic even if they love you listen even if they love you please hear that they won't ever leave you because they're too genuine for that. They're too sincere for that. But they will put you at a distance because they understand that their peace, purpose, and sanity is more important than making someone else happy. Especially when that person hasn't even done the work to make themselves happy. Genuine, authentic people know that this healing thing is no joke and it takes work. Why would they allow someone else who isn't willing to do the work come in and ruin their lives, happiness or peace? No way. Keep it moving. Kick rocks. Just saying. <laughs> Number four, genuine people, authentic people know that oversharing doesn't make them authentic. Oversharing is often just someone who wants attention or are trying to play as if they are authentic, right? But genuine people know that there's a time to share and a time to keep quiet, especially about the things that God or others have shared with you, as well as being quiet about, you know, your experiences and your feelings. It's a time and a place for that. And this one does take time and maturity to come into because genuine people often are very willing to express their feelings so much and so much easier than other folks 
that they can often just vomit <laughs> their feelings out to others far too frequently, which can overwhelm them and the other person. But with maturity, genuine people understand that oversharing is not necessary and it's not necessarily the right thing because sharing the deepest things about yourself, your feelings, experiences, and revelations should be reserved for a special few people and it should be earned and reciprocated, okay? All right, last one, number five. Genuine people, as I kinda alluded to in the beginning, are often hated by others or people are jealous of them. They get frustrated by them, annoyed by them. People just don't know how to take them because guess what? Most folks aren't used to people being genuine. Genuine people are led by their inner voice, their higher power, and not by society or their environment. And most people are. Most people will ignore what God tells them to do because of what their neighbors, their friends, their family thinks they should do. They would rather please people than to please God. And that is just so crazy to me. But that is how people live their lives. They care about what folks think about them, how folks see them. They got to look good. They got to look like they're happy. They got to look like they got money. They got to look like they're in the best relationship. And they could care less what God actually thinks of them. Mm. So when you're a genuine person and you've overcome this, some folks are just going to be annoyed by you because they don't understand it. This also means that genuine people are able to tune into the feelings of others. They get that, right? They get it when other people are hurting and they get it when other people don't understand and they're very much aware of how other people feel. I think that a part of being... Um, able to really become that genuine and sincere person also has an element of being gifted in discernment. I think many people who are really, really sincere and loving and kind and genuine, they also have great discernment. So they are aware of how others feel and they are aware of how their actions and behaviors affect others, right? And they care about that. So they're very careful about this but unfortunately for them most people are not as careful about how they hurt them and how their behaviors affect this genuine person so just want to put that in there but because people who are really sincere and genuine they don't want to hurt other people they make sure to uh, be mindful of how other people feel about them so a lot of times they will back away, just stay away, stay to themselves. They may become introverted, even if they're not naturally that way, because they understand that they rub people the wrong way. But in order to not do that, they would have to sacrifice who they are and give up their values and worry more about society than they do about their higher power, about God, about their own values. And they're not willing to do that. And also because of this, you know, a lot of times genuine people do get hurt a lot. They often feel lonely as if people don't understand them. But the good news is once that they have matured and grown to a certain level, they no longer need validation from other people and they are able to be validated by their higher power and by themselves. So they usually get to a place where 
if they are doing their healing work and growing as they should be, they overcome the hurts that they face really, really quickly. They learn to overcome that stuff really, really quickly and they move on. They go on to be even better than they were before. They usually don't stay down for long and that's why they can go on to do some iconic-ish, okay? <laughs> they speak their minds. They tell the truth for the most part. Nobody's perfect. Um, they're able to admit their faults. They don't worry about what other people say or think about them. Um, they have or are working on healthy self-esteem. And another great thing, too, about genuine people is they take people for who they are. They usually see people's good before they see their bad. Usually, in order for them to see their bad, they have to have already been hit by it, hurt by it, you know, and then that's when they say, oh, wow, okay. But genuine people always see a person's good way before they see their bad, and they are willing to forgive easily and usually don't judge others based on their behaviors toward them especially. And these are all things that make others hate on those who really, really are genuine and sincere. Um, these are also the things that make others feel insecure around them. People are often intimidated, frustrated, and want to compete with the light that they see in them. And so, like I said before, this can be a very lonely place and a very lonely walk. But if any of this sounds like you, please don't be afraid to walk alone, especially if it means that you get to be all that you were created to be. Be willing to walk with others, yes. But when you start seeing those red flags, it's okay to excuse yourself with love and respect and keep it moving. And if you're out there and you know, okay, I'm not talking to the genuine people anymore. If you're out there and you know that you are still petty, jealous, selfish, self-centered, mean, insecure, unprofessional, just downright difficult to be around, or you don't, you, you haven't matured the way that you should have for your age, for your status, girl, boy, woman, man, get your life, get your life. With all that we have going on in our world right now, nobody has time for that. Not one person. I'm just saying. If everyone was trying to be better and more genuine and loving, maybe all of the world's problems could be fixed. And if not fixed, decreased by leaps and bounds. Right? Are you doing your part? And remember, you can never influence the world by being just like it. Yes, honey. <laughs> You gotta be different. You gotta be iconic. You gotta be unique. But most importantly, you gotta be about your business. All right, fabulous ones. That's the end of the show for this week. I am the She and She's About Business on Facebook and Instagram as She's About Business. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and will be genuine regardless of what others think of it or of their persecution of you right thanks so much again for all the support and don't forget that it's so very important to me and to the show that you leave a rating or review on the platform of your choice i appreciate those of you who have already taken the time to do that 
I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you're listening on Podomatic, iTunes, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, Luminary, Podbean, or any of the other platforms, please review and share the show. If you are listening on YouTube on the She's Love Business channel, please subscribe, share, and like. And don't forget that I also have amazing content on the She's About Business Roku channel, which you can find on your favorite streaming device. And there is some special content there that you can't find anywhere else. So please check it out and sign up. Also, the She's About Business Anthem is now available wherever you stream music. So please get that, get that, get that. You can see the video on YouTube on the She's About Business channel. And all right, until next week, let's work at living iconically and with purpose. Let's work at being genuine, sincere, loving, and kind. And remember that we are on this journey together. I love you guys.